The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Superwoman Wellness, where on every episode of the show, I am determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. Joining me today, now this is going to be a treat. I have Katie Beecher. Katie Beecher is a medical and spiritual intuitive, but she's also a licensed professional counselor with over 30 years of experience. She has a very unique way of working with clients, creating really detailed, very accurate four-page physical, emotional, and spiritual reports with symbolic painting before even ever seeing them and talking with them using only their name and their age. She's currently writing a book about what she does as a medical intuitive, her own healing from an eating disorder, from Lyme disease, and other serious illnesses, and helping others heal using information from her guides and spirit and using Jungian psychology. Her book will be out in 2021, which is going to be a good year. It's going to be published by St. Martin's Press. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So this is a colorful background, as some would describe it. Uh, so you have experience as a counselor, a professional counselor. How in the world did you get involved in uh, medical intuition and readings? It sounds like you've had a health journey of your own. So talk to us a little bit about it. Sure. So. Um dysfunctional family, the whole nine yards, um, like a lot of people who go into counseling, you know. Yeah. Uh, and when I was 16, um, I realized that I had a pretty severe eating disorder. I was bulimic. And I really was kind of at the end of my rope, um, was feeling pretty suicidal because I didn't want to live that way anymore. And I fully believe it was divine intervention that made me call our pediatrician. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell anyone. Wow. I was too ashamed. And I really didn't feel like my parents would be that helpful. So I called and told them what was going on. And that was 1983 when no one was really talking about eating disorders. So at first he said, yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. And, and I knew enough to say, no, I won't be. And so he gave me the name of a Jungian counselor. Mm -hmm. um, took me a couple months to get the courage up to call, mm -hmm. but finally did and worked really hard with her. And um, so I always knew that I had the ability to talk to dead people and didn't know what those were, abilities were about. Um, was pretty frightened by them because I would pick mm -hmm. up negative things a lot. But um, Jungian counseling um, or Jungian psychology, it really is very open to psychic abilities and intuition and, and even astrology. And it just draws from so many different things that she helped me to understand my abilities and accept them and talk to my intuition. And so that sort of started me on the, I guess the, um, the healing journey as far as, you know, spirituality and became a counselor, always worked really intuitively, even though I was, had a clinical background. Nothing formal at that time, just more from your gut or more just... Um no, I mean, I went to, you know, I went to school, got my master's and did yeah. all the stuff that I was supposed to do. And um, I think I worked very eclectically using a lot of different forms of counseling, whatever I felt would work depending on the person. Um, right. Worked with a lot of eating disordered clients and things, but I always, you know, the, the core was always listening to my gut. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then about 10 years ago, my mom became paralyzed from a flu shot. And I learned a lot about toxins and mm -hmm. um, <laughs> all sorts of things I hadn't been exposed to. And it really changed my life. 
And when something like that happens to you, it, it changes who you are. Um, and what I was doing, you know, I had to say, stop my life to take care of her. And what I was doing really wasn't fulfilling anymore. And so I started looking for something else and accidentally went to a workshop by Mona Lisa Schultz, who's a pretty well-known medical intuitive mm-hmm. and discovered that I could do it. Wow. Not I've good. always been in awe of you guys. Um, quite honestly, just how you're able, I have patients that come in and they've seen somebody like yourself and um, just the accuracy and the guidance. I think it's such a gift that you can give people. So how do you use that? How do you use that skill? How do you, how did you put it into use for yourself? Because you've had a number of things, even past the eating disorder, it looks like you had Lyme disease and all this other stuff. So how did you use it for yourself? And then how do you use it for others, you know, moving forward? Yeah. So I just get someone's name and age, do very extensive report and then a symbolic painting. So I use um, nonverbal, you know, things as well as words from my guides. And it's kind of like looking into myself also, you know, looking at all the different root causes and things that contribute to wellness as well. It's not just sick people who come to me, mm-hmm. it's people who have all different things who just want to know, you know, more about their intuition. But I use all of that information working with them. And we look at every single thing going on in their life, you know, their relationships, their obviously physical issues, but trauma and life purpose and their own um, psychic and empathic abilities and, and take everything as a whole and then see how is that contributing to their issues? Um, mm-hmm. What can we do to tweak all of that to for treatment, for wellness? Um, I work with other professionals that I refer to because there are medical intuitives who diagnose, but it's not only illegal, it's unethical. And so I will identify symptoms, um, but then I'll say, you know, these are people I really trust that you can go to to further, you know, either confirm what I'm saying or, or get treatment or things like that. So it's really a whole person approach and people come out of there with a plan moving forward. Um, That's amazing. I think anything we can do to educate people, bring them to empowerment is helpful. How does it work for the folks out there who are like, what, what's going on here? I don't, I don't know about all this stuff. Maybe give us an example. If you were going to read, I mean, I know you don't know that much about me, but if you're going to, if you were going to read me, for example, like, would you just be reading for medical issues? Would you be reading for emotional issues? Would you be reading into life mission, life purpose, like those type of things? All of it. It's literally complete. It's a, the chart that I um, have made based on Mona Lisa Schultz's stuff, it's medical, physical, spiritual um, it goes into everything from, like I said, um, trauma, childhood, um, relationships, how those are functioning, whether you're expressing yourself or not, um, your creativity, your, um, you know, like physical stuff, um, any kind of emotional, you know, mental illness, um, literally every single thing. Wow. The stuff that comes up often are things that they've never told anybody before, especially around, you know, mm. trauma. Um, and honestly, if I could explain it, I would, but I can't. And it even blows me away when I get, yeah. you know, the courts have about 75 pieces of information on them. Wow. If not more. And, and they just come, it's like a download that you get. And I wow. see in my head, I feel things. I, 
um, C words. I, and then we go over the reports together because I don't always know what the information means. Like right. really great example. I was reading a 12 year old girl and I heard teeth enamel. So my humanness thought, well, her teeth must, you know, have, have problems. And when I talked to her mom, she said, no, her teeth are extraordinarily good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I really have to work with the person Yeah. to, to learn more information and learn, you know, what does that mean? Like, yeah. okay, so she has that, like some of it's just identification. So the person knows that I'm accurate and knows that they can trust it. Right. And because people are like, well, I already know that. Like, what do I need to know that for? Right. right. Sometimes it's validation. <laughs> You know, right. um, but a lot of the time it's, wow, I didn't realize how me being in this marriage for so long with this person who was making me feel horrible was then impacting the fact that I can't heal. So there's a lot of that. I see that all the time. And I see yeah. that connection between, you know, where your spirit is disconnected from your body. And then that leads to disease. I see that all the time. I could tell you a million different stories about that for sure. So, you know, this whole concept of intuition and medical intuition, a couple of questions. First question is, you know, how there are people that go to medical intuitives and then show up in my practice and have a protocol for health. You're advising against that. You're saying, that the information you give is typically guidance, but not necessarily take these things or do this. Is that correct? Am I understanding that correctly? So there are, I, I'm a very individualized mm-hmm. person. So mm-hmm. Each person I work with has their individual issues. Even if somebody comes to me knowing they have Lyme, every case is different, as you know. Right. You know? right. So um, I don't, I'm not really a fan of protocols mm-hmm. because I think you can't do one size fits all. Right. You know, it really doesn't work. Um, So I just don't, you know, I think that people have to trust their intuition when it comes to their health. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, this is from my guides, but I don't ever want you to substitute my intuition for their, for yours. Mm -hmm. If this doesn't resonate with you, let's figure out what does. Right. Um, You know, so I think that, that healthcare and diagnosis needs to be individual. Yeah, I agree. And that's something I've always stressed. And, you know, one of my favorite stories is when we have new providers in our practice, we we customize everyone's treatment plan. Everything's customized. And most providers today are used to clicking, you know, boxes and checking. And then like this automatic pop-up comes up of everything you're supposed to do based on the box that you clicked. And we don't do that. It's all like kind of customized. And even though the patterns sometimes are very similar right. and like you know, you need to be on an anti-inflammatory diet. I need to be on an anti-inflammatory diet. But between those, there are tweaks. There are things you need to focus on more so than I need to focus on. Exactly. So they're almost like, I don't understand. This is so inefficient. Like, why don't we Why don't we have a better way of doing this? I'm like, because I want you guys to think about every person and every patient as an individual. So that's the main reason um, for doing that. But, but anyhow, so one of the things you mentioned is that everybody has the ability to have some sort of intuition or medical intuition. How do we recognize it? How do we develop it? So I think, you know, it, it starts even as a parent. So I like to use parents, for example, because, you know, I think you have children. I'm pretty oh, sure. yeah. Someone just tried to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I was like, oh, oh not now. It's so, okay. so, you know, when, when they're very little, you know their cries, you right. know, you know when they're crying because they need to be changed or because they're in pain or because, and you start there, you know, when they have an ear infection, you ask yourself, do I need to go to the doctor right. or do I need to do this? So 
just as parents, we start out knowing, you know, asking ourselves these questions and there's not a doctor sitting next to us. So we have to use our intuition to figure right. out what do we do? Mm-hmm. And we discount that. And so, or we don't think of it as intuition, right. you know, right. and even with ourselves, it's like you get a stomach ache. So you think, well, do I need to eat some crackers? Is this going to go away? Or do I need to lay down or do I have food poisoning or so we use it all the time and we just don't really think about it that way and don't give it credence. And so, you know, what I do and and what I think really good doctors and and nurses and other practitioners do is they use their Their intuition. Yeah, I use it all the time. But is there a I use it, but I don't think I know I'm using it. Is there a formal way to use it? Is there a systematic way to tap into it and to use it or no? Um, one of my favorite techniques, and this is what I what I learned when I was 16, saved my life. It's a very Jungian technique, so I didn't make it up. Mm-hmm. But it's a way of actually having a written dialogue. Um, and you don't need a lot of time for it. You can do it in five minutes. Um, you write out your... Um, feelings, um, a question, something like that, and direct it to your intuition. Um, you can direct it to God if you like, if intuition's too, you mm-hmm. know. And so you write that down and then just sit and wait for what you hear and feel in response to what you wrote and write that down. Oh, I love that. Then you write back to it. Then you wait again for what you hear and feel in response to what you wrote, write that down. So you're having a written conversation with your intuition, with your intuition. Hmm. The only rule I have is not to overthink it because a lot of people are like, well, what if I'm not doing it right? Or right. What if so me, I'm overthink everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> think my way out of it all. Yeah. Like, how do I know it's not me? How do I know? Yeah. I always say, just go with what you get. Don't analyze too much. Um, sometimes your intuition will tell you something that does not seem related because it has something else to tell you. And what's lovely about what I just taught you is you can use it to talk to people from the other side who've passed. You can use it to talk to your body. I think it's very important. You know, when I had an eating disorder, I talked to my eating disorder. Mm. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And it was my friend and it was, wasn't there to hurt me. It was there to transform my life and to help me separate from dysfunction and help me grow and become independent. And, you know, it's a different way of looking at, at negative things or, or illness or something like that. So fascinating. So the process again is when you have a question, when you have something you're trying to sort out, write it down, wait, wait, how long a day or no, um, immediately really just whatever okay. comes to you. Okay. Um, so wait, uh, think, not think, just everything allow- but think, feel, yeah. feel sense, um, and see what, what kind of shows up yep, and then write, write that, down. that down and then write back to it and then continue that until you and, get your. Yeah. And just go as long as you feel like it. Like sometimes I'll literally be in the car and grab a Starbucks napkin. Yeah. And, you know, at other times um, I have a journal and, you know, do it before I go to bed. And um, it's how I, I, it's how I talk to my guides. It's how I talk to my mm. body. I, I still, love that. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I can get all my, I have a million questions for myself. I'll see if I can get them all answered. Um, and even from, my life. 
I love it. I think that's such a great little hack or tool. And for all of you out there who are listening to this episode, hopefully you caught that. That's a great way, you know, because ultimately what we're learning and talking to experts like yourself and so many others on the show is that ultimately the power is within us and we have to tap into that power source within us. So many of us, myself included, can get fooled or have been raised to think it's outside us or somewhere over there or it's caught up in this person or this thing. But really, really, it's in it's within us. And if I didn't have any lesson from last year, I think that was the lesson that, you know, that everything is within me. And as long as I put my energy and motivation towards it, then things materialize and manifest. So if the power is within us, even trying to understand your intuition is within us. So having these conversations can, again, help us tap into that power. So this is yet another great empowerment tool. Uh, the book you're writing, you said is coming out in 2021. What are you hoping to do with that book? Does it have a title yet? The tentative title, which my publisher still likes so far, yeah. um, is Soul Inspired Healing. Okay. And it's um, a seven-week plan for emotional, physical, and spiritual wellness and healing. Um, and it's using, using some of the actual techniques that I use mm-hmm. and teach during my individual readings. Okay. So it's, you know, my backstory as well. Um, mm-hmm. Also guidance from, from my guides. Um, but I really want to, again, empower people to identify their issues um, and then to be able to use um, accessible tools mm-hmm. you know, to, um, to not only be able to work on things on their own, but then be able to choose from just this huge sea of of options that are out there. Right. You know, it's, it's really can be so confusing. Right. But it, it, the basis is using your intuition to, to do all of this, you know, that's really the start, the core of it. I love that because that's one of the biggest things that I get in practice or even when I speak, like, what is the right thing for me to do? I almost now tongue in cheek say, what's your wellness? Like, what do you like to do? You know, but I think at the end of the day, it is trying to individualize it and, fashion it towards you and creating your life and your fingerprint, your footprint, you know, so to speak, to bring you to your fullest potential and help you, you know, realize whatever it is you want to realize in the world. So I think that's, this is such a great, an additional great tool that everybody out there can use. If uh, you had one last thing that you wanted to leave the audience with, what would you tell them? That's so funny. You just read my mind. Um, Oh, I'm good at this. I'm learning. Oh I just God. read your mind. Oh <laughs> I swear to God, you did. Um, honestly, it's that what I learned through my healing when I was 16 is still true today, and it's the core of my book. And it's with connection to intuition and self-love and self-acceptance, you can heal from anything. Mm, I love that. Self-love and self-acceptance. So that is our that's our mission, guys. That's what we really want to stay focused on. Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. If folks want to get a hold of you, they want to maybe a reading from you, or they just want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? My website. Um, I'm on Instagram and okay. Facebook as well. Um, see you on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yes. Katie Beecher Medical Intuitive. But uh, my website is um, Katie Beecher, K-A-T-I-E-B-E-E-C-H-E-R.com. Awesome. That's easy enough. And for everybody else, thank you for joining us on this episode of Superwoman Wellness, which remember it's now on Spotify as well. You can rate and review it and share it with your friends. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie.